0: Hello, mistake hive, and thank you for tuning into another episode. This week, Kathy and I share some personal stories that highlight our own toxic relationship behaviors, such as jealousy, mistrust, and obsession, and how we've mostly overcome it. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy. Baby, can't just see? I'm calling, I gotta get so well. Wanted, it's dangerous. I'm violent. Oh, that was good! Yeah, yeah.
1: Welcome back, everyone. To we We've Made, Made, Made a mistake. mistake. I'm Kathy, and I'm Shira, and welcome to. Season 2 episode 5, Tales of Toxicity. That's right. Say that
0: 7 times fast. I I don't have the energy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, we are back 2 weeks again our new bi-weekly podcast. How is that
0: going for us by the way? I think it, I think it's going good. <laughs> I <laughs> love more time. I love how in a perfect world I I dead ass thought that I would be like really diving in, mm-hmm. like doing the research, like we re- do, really committing to we the We do process. empty promises. I feel yeah. like each
1: – both of us will text each other like, okay, well, Sunday's coming up or Monday's coming up. Yes. I'm going to start the notes. Okay, I'm going to start the notes. And, and we'll then start it like a week in advance. But both of
0: us know very – we know each other very well. Yeah. So literally this morning,
1: Sarah was like, okay, I put some notes down. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, like it, I was
0: actually really productive this morning, mm-hmm. but typically it's like an hour before I come to your house. Yeah, that that that, that happens. Yeah. Um. So I'm sorry, we're liars. That's our <laughs> first toxic. <laughs> to kick off that, <laughs> um. But what else have we been up to in the last fortnight? That's uh, two weeks, right? Yeah, fortnight. Okay.
1: I have been just doing. Uh, adult things. I finally ordered Are my new a <laughs> <laughs> I
0: started my OnlyFans,
1: um, but I finally ordered my new contacts. I finally ordered my new glasses. I made an appointment yep. to the dentist. I started looking at cars because I anyway, know I before this year ends, I am going to get rid of my Beetle and get another car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one thing that I was dreading that I did was hair stuff. I hate getting my hair done. can I say
0: something real quick before you dive into the hair? Um, When you finally get rid of your bug, can we have like a party?
1: Yes. Because- I want a photo shoot. I I already have a vision. You know when those- um, A photo shoot? Yeah. Those girls that like take the sexy
0: pictures with like sports cars. (laughs) I want to do that with my rusty beetle. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is like the end of an era.
1: Yeah. I've had this car for-
0: since like high school I'm very impressed with that first of all I know, um,
1: I I'm gonna miss the non-monthly uh, payments
0: I thought you were gonna say like I'm gonna miss the anxiety of feeling like it's gonna break oh down. yeah <laughs> every it time it keeps you on your hills. toes yeah I'm gonna miss that
1: I'm gonna miss going over bumps and be like is my car still gonna bottom night? out yeah <laughs>
0: um but, but yeah. anyway, yeah the hair
1: story go ahead so I usually get a yearly haircut and I because I usually i am sitting at the salon for like three hours because I do the whole thing. I do the haircut. I do the balayage. Yes. Um, and it's usually like 300 to $400. Like that's mm-hmm. my splurge. Yes. Um, and then it'll last me honestly a year and I just grow it out and start the process again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't want to do it this time and I haven't had one of those – haircuts since 2019, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, I don't want anything too crazy, so I'm gonna go to a Supercuts because I'm, I, I'll spend like 25 to 30 dollars versus 78 to 80 for the initial haircut and then yes. the color. Yes. So I went to Supercuts, and I have this thing where, uh, like, the person will talk to me, will yeah. bond, yes, and then I'll hear about their life story, and yes. then before you know it, I spend 98 dollars at Supercuts, yeah. Because I bought you buy all the shampoo, product line conditioner. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. so hard to say no when they're like, Oh, do you like your fluffy hair? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I like my fluffy hair. And then they're like, Oh, um, these are the shampoos I use. And they fucking put it right in front of you, like but, like right when you're about to check out and you're like, as oh. if you have no other option. And so yeah. I bought them and I remember texting Sarah,
0: like, I did it, and she's like, Kathy, go back. And I'm like, No, she has two kids. <laughs> and it's like, um, I was telling Kathy, like she, she likely doesn't own the Fantastic Sam's. Like she probably doesn't even make a commission off of the shampoo. Like she didn't yeah. manufacture. She didn't like squeeze the shampoo into every bottle. She's, like churning, churning the like churning the butter, shampoo. but the shampoo. Is that the process? Is that how you I make don't shampoo? know? I mean, how did it get fluffy? Is it I like mean- pioneer? Is is that like? Um. So there's like sweatshops, but for shampoo, <laughs> she- is it like pioneer women like? <laughs> Great, but it's like the shampoo. <laughs> but yeah, so that happened.
1: Um, And then, yeah, I had to deal with that. Um, So I probably am going to end up spending more because <laughs> I am not even super happy with the haircut. But uh. it is what it is. Um, I think it looks
0: great. Thank you. Because we went out, I think it was the day of. We went out oh, that yeah. night, mm-hmm. and like Kathy walked up to the car, and I was like, "Mama!" <laughs> like snaps all over the place. It's because I looked like a mom. She had no, <laughs> no, you didn't. You looked kidding, so I'm good, kidding. and it was like all hair. Like you had some light makeup on too, mm-hmm. but like your hair was just like flowing so beautifully in the wind. Thank you. It had, like this not na- very natural it's the looking expensive curl. Shampoo
1: and conditioner. Okay, that it I
0: worth it then. <laughs> worth every penny. Um. But yeah, how about you? Um not much. <laughs> I feel like honestly the the points I made when I was writing my notes it's like just kind of sad like is, is that this is like what my life has become. Um the first thing I have on my list is I watched the new He's All That movie. <gasps> I watched it too. I watched it too. <laughs> purely purely for nostalgia purposes. Mm-hmm. Um spoiler alert it gave me zero sentimental feeling or memories from the original She's All, She's all that. that. Um In fact, it actually had the opposite effect. Like, it mostly (laughs) aggravated me because Addison Rae, who was, like, the TikTok famous girl, Mm -hmm. you know, like, she's, like, a a freaking multimillionaire now. Um, It was basically her playing herself as a -er, TikToker or someone who, like, has to vlog every element of their life. And they post every, like, there wasn't a single thing that happened organically that she wasn't, like... Oh, hold on, like let me get my phone out. And yeah. it was just like annoying to me. Like that that is how our world ha- has that's what our world has become. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, it just kind of made me sad and I just thought back to the original. She's all that, and like all Lainey Boggs <laughs> needed to feel complete was her art. <laughs> Do you remember her like freaking painting yeah. and like saying how it reminded her of her like her dead it mother? Was very and deep. It was so deep, and and, all and of there that. was to like kind of juxtapose like the deepest scene that happened. So, like, in like, hey He's guys, all that. here's my skincare routine. <laughs> no, there was a point. Do you remember the point? Because Kathy watched it too. We like mm-hmm. bonded over it. Um, but. There was a point in the movie where, like, her friend or who she thought was her friend mm-hmm. was, like, I just found out you don't even live in that rich neighborhood. Like, you live in this other neighborhood with your mom and she's a nurse. And, like
1: – I'm, like, first of all, nurses make a good amount of <laughs> money. A nurse is money. a good living. Yeah.
0: And second of all – And then Addison Ray was, like, I'm sorry. Like, I was embarrassed. Like, I never tell anyone that my mom is a nurse. And nice. Yeah. I'm, like, a nice that's ass fucking – Okay, that is indicative, actually. That mm-hmm. That was true to how things are because I feel like Gen Z, like – i for i know this is like kind of stereotyping but i just get the impression that like they grew up with everything kind of handed to them that's true wait is it like gen z
1: or gen gen z are we gen z no no we're, what are we we're millennials
0: millennial that's yeah, right but we're okay. close
1: i feel like we're we're on we could the border be like elder gen z
0: <laughs> like <laughs> uh a a r p no but i think it's
1: <clears throat> i feel like back then too we had our perceptions like to have finer things and yeah. all of that, so so I mean it's still the same. What like Polly Pockets?
0: That was <laughs> that was <laughs> but like it's the finer weird now. Like
1: like Crocs are not that cheap. Like but it looks cheap. Well, yeah,
0: Birkenstocks ever cheap? I can't remember. No,
1: but it's okay. <laughs> it's a whole other look. See, I have the opposite. I I actually found it very entertaining. <laughs> I think it's because my expectations were extremely low, and I had the same mentality going into it like I do with a Hallmark, like, rom-com. Yeah, yeah So yeah. I already knew it was going to be just for, like, shits and giggles. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's a good movie to watch and have a drinking game. Mm-hmm. So here's a game a challenge. challenge. All of you. Yeah. So every time you see a product placement, which in this movie, it's ridiculous. Yeah. The product, like, the pizza hut. Yes. The, the water. Yep. Like, all the labels. Take one shot. Every time Addison Ray looks overly excited, take one shot. Every time you get a glimpse of Addison's mature body and remember how you looked like in high school, just <laughs> chug the whole beer and just slam your face with it. <laughs> but it was just an entertaining thing to watch. I think just don't think you're going to watch uh oscar worthy yeah no
0: exactly don't go into it with high hopes yeah
1: because the main character i don't know how old he is i don't want to look at it but the guy was attractive to me i thought he was pretty
0: Eh, attractive eh. yeah i didn't mm, i'm sorry i didn't really he was like too pretty to me i don't like oh it was like like, too obvious i don't like well that's kind of like
1: rachel lay cook when she took off like you already knew she was gonna be like Banging, but she she took
0: off her glasses and put her hair up, kind of, but she was like super nerdy, too. Well, well, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, like, nerds are hot, but Mm -hmm. like, you could tell, nerds are so in. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell, I, I don't know why this saying is coming to my mind, like. Everybody, <laughs> I was gonna say he looks like a, a pig in a wig. <laughs> like, but no, he did I don't know why that was co- what's that saying? Like a pit it's a pig with do you have you heard is of that a saying? pig? But is a pig considered attractive and no, they're no, just no. in a there's wig? Like, there's like a saying about a p- put a pig in a wig or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying <laughs> What I'm trying to say is you could tell when they tried to make him look like unattractive mm-hmm. in the beginning. Like you could tell. Oh, they were he, trying too He hard. was. He was. He was never unattractive. Like even yeah. in the beginning stages before his makeover, like he was fucking hot. Yeah, I saw it in those freaking eyes. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you. Like and yeah, then and the they just are like, okay. He was a hot guy that yeah. they just like slapped a beanie on, and like they he <laughs> they zipped up his hoodie and he told everyone he doesn't have social media. Like yeah. that, <laughs> that was him as an ugly person. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it, great for entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. I, I like laughed at almost every scene. Yeah, but not in an authentic way. Mostly like laughing at myself for watching. Mm-hmm. He, he's all that. Yeah, like the <laughs> the the Gen Z version. Um. Anyway, um, I also almost peed in my car this week. Fun. And Kathy was very supportive.
1: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have peed in my car before, but I had a like a, a vessel. A vessel. <laughs> Wait, tell me more. A plastic we okay. oh, ve- did it. Hold everything. Yeah,
1: it did. It, I oh remember. I feel it was, like that's
0: risky business.
1: It was when I used to be a wedding planner, and I got off really late, but I didn't like know or want to go back in to find the restroom. Yeah, and I was already like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right, right, right. And I had a pee,
0: and I did. <laughs> well, I did not have a vessel. Well, my vessel was in my trunk. I could have just gone and got a grocery bag, I guess. Okay. But um I was at the point where if I like got up, if I moved any pelvic muscle, I was about out. to release. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so because I, I like injured my um hillbone like when i was 16 snowboarding mm-hmm. and like i've had sh- issues ever since mm-hmm. i always drive with like a bud pillow in my oh. car and i also have one for work like there's yeah. never not a point unless i'm on my couch where like i'm not sitting on a pillow mm-hmm. um except now except yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but i thought like okay i could just Go into my cushion and it would like soak up everything. Like, that was literally my thought. You're so like basically- it's a sham wow. <laughs> a sham- <laughs> Do you remember those commercials?
1: Yeah. I thought that it was, was so your calling a sham move.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I used to be so um, amazed at those
1: commercials. Yeah. Like, wow. It can really soak up everything.
0: Yeah. Um, now instead of a butt pillow, I just get a sham wow and like (laughs) sit on it. Um, but the, the story is, so I went to the gym and I always, I don't know what it is, but I just guzzle water the entire time I'm at the gym Mm -hmm. in between every single like workout and set. Mm -hmm. I'm like chugging water. Yeah. I don't know. Like in my mind, I think I'm like dehydrating myself unless I'm like just downing water at every single point. Um, I mean, it's not a bad thing. No, it's not. It's not. Um, but I'll drink, like, seriously, minimum three of these every single workout. I'm oh, holding wow. up a 32-ounce Hydro Flask right now. <laughs> She's holding a 16-gallon um, <laughs> tank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding up an aquarium right now. Um, but, yeah, and, and – Sometimes I I think like, oh, I'm only 13 minutes away from the gym. Like I'll just go to the bathroom when I get home. Mm -hmm. I really don't like using public restrooms if I can avoid it. Mm -hmm. Um, So on this particular day, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm done at the gym. Like I'm just going to drive home. Not knowing there was like a shit storm. Of like police activity and traffic, had no idea what happened. Yeah. But yeah. I was like literally stuck in the same position on the freeway for like 15 minutes, didn't even move an inch. Yeah. And the whole time I'm just like silently panicking like fuck, fuck, mm-hmm. fuck, like what am I going to do? Like I feel the urge coming on stronger and stronger. Yeah. Like oh, my – my, I don't even know what to call it. My vagina <laughs> muscle is, like about <laughs> to give out any second. The kegels that day were <laughs> so great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really getting my Kegels. Yeah. That's right. I was like in a permanent fixed Kegel position. Um, but like I was just – I just had the worst luck every turn. I decided at one point to get off the freeway entirely. Yeah. That bit me in the ass because then I thought, okay, I'll go the back road to like take fryers to get to my house. They had shut down Friars too. Oh then God. I had to take like a detour and it was just like this single – like one lane road like in between yeah Yeah. and no one was trying to let me in and I was just like screaming at people yeah and like do you even know what I'm going through right now (laughs) finally I get home I literally I can't even run into my condo because I knew if I was about to run I was about to like piss all over Mm -hmm. myself so I had to like very strategically, oh. like walk from my car to my condo. Like yeah. I was in a squat position, like tur- like turtle. Like what do they call that? Like doing like a turtle. Yeah. Or I don't know what they call a crab walk. Mm-hmm. Um, made it. Didn't have to pee myself. And it's then fine. you texted. Yeah. And
1: then yeah. oh yeah, I that reminds me of my um number two almost accident. Tell me more. So I went on a walk. Probably but around the same time. Within the last two weeks? Yeah. Okay. With David and we went to Balboa Park and we were just walking and I should have used the restroom when we were there, but kind of same with you. I don't want to use like – Public. If I, can, if I can avoid it, yes. especially it's like really, really public. I don't yeah. want to use it. Um, so I'm like, I oh, will just walk home, but it's like I had this urge mm-hmm. like – and we still had a good 10 minutes of walking and i'm like okay i'll just go slower i'll go slower Mm -hmm. but it's like everything reminded me of poop like i'll see like the color brown i'll be like oh gosh and then um in Balboa park they have these things that have like a a scan code like a qr code so you would scan it and then you get like a little history story or whatever Mm -hmm. so even though i had to poop, i was like i need to scan these codes (laughs) and so i was like watching them like okay Okay, I really have to go now. And there was a point where I was like looking at David, and David at this point, I don't think he understood like how bad I had a poop because I yeah. couldn't talk. Yes. Um, and I just was keep walking.
0: You just like gave <laughs> him that look like, that only communicates I'm about to shit, shit myself. <laughs> and I I'm was crowning. like, and the same
1: thing. I was like walking, like hold, like <clears throat> holding everything in. Yeah. And then it got to the point where it's like the finish line, and you see it, and you're like. You know what? It's now or never, and I just like David. I have to go, and I think that's when he realized probably I really had a poo, and I yeah. just like ran well home. Did. Yeah, and it was perfect because I need um to either punch in a code or use a key to get through the first door, yeah. and someone conveniently was Locking leaving, out. and I yes. ran in, and it was actually I like I met the new neighbor. She was like, oh, like hi, and I'm like, hi. So I, I have to go. Hi, I got a poo. <laughs> <gotta> go.
0: <laughs> that's why I walked. What an
1: poo. <laughs> and then i i did it i made it i I'm made it
0: ma'am i'm so proud we did it joe snaps we deserve snaps no um it was leg day conveniently for me mm-hmm. but boy was it was it i i just really emphasized yeah. leg day um anyway what else did i do um okay everyone needs to stop what they're doing right now mm-hmm. and try the everything but the bagel kettle chips from trader joe's life change. You know, you already know how we feel about everything with the bagels.
1: Yeah. Season. I don't think or I've had just the concept dills. in
0: general, mm-hmm. but so fire.
1: They're good. Very good. Okay. Yes. I need to try since we're going on chip reviews. Yes. Also the kettle chips, uh, like the kettle brand, yes. the dill pickle. Yes. Is so good. good. And I like that oh, those ones so have good. the ridges. Yes. It. Oh, and like, <gasps> so the flavors like in
0: each. Ri- oh yeah. my gosh. I it's I mean, something uh, about the ridge. Ridge I love me that matches ridge the flavor. Chip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And a I like
1: the kettle <laughs> thick. Cut. I love a
0: good ridge. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're talking about <laughs> Solidarity. I know, apple. but no, we're talking about champs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like how, with those, the kettle brand ones, it's actual dill. Like, do, do you yes. know the flakes of the dill, dill
1: and cilantro are two of my
0: favorite okay, herbs. I'm leaving,
1: <laughs> but I I can have dill, dill is on amazing. Y- y'all already
0: know. Yeah, how I feel about cilantro.
1: Okay, <laughs> so oh, but it's so
0: good. Um, another thing while we're on the topic of food stuff, mm-hmm. I discovered a new favorite Starbucks order mm-hmm. thanks to Smashly, our bestie. Um, so it's a chai tea latte. Of course, I have to substitute the milk that the 2% or whole, whatever it comes with, with oat milk because (laughs) lactose kills. Um, (laughs) It's the number one killer (laughs) of those who lack the enzyme. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I add pumpkin sauce and then a shot of espresso. Mm -hmm. It's like perfect. Can you still taste the coffee though? I can taste the coffee. Okay. Um, I know you like love. I like. You want it to be like bitter. I want. Yes. Yeah. I, I like, like that. that t- I
1: I always get either like an americano or a cold brew, and then if I'm feeling sassy, I'll get something with a little, something all sweet in there, like Ooh. maybe some some a little pump, like a little condensed milk situation. Ooh. My favorite coffee order since we're talking about coffee. Yes. Um, the black tie at um Pete's Coffee. Mm-hmm. It has like condensed milk. Um, this. Other syrup thing, and then the cold brew. I take out the half and half. I know condensed milk has milk in it, but I like I compensate. I'm like, okay, my stomach will hurt, but it won't hurt as much. Yeah. So kind of like that's balance. like me with ice cream. I'm yeah. never gonna give up milk. I'm never. Yeah. But I'm just gonna y- small dose. Yeah, small, small dose. Yeah, doses, a microdose. <laughs> <The> microdosing. microdosing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we microdose lactose. <laughs> um. And then I guess the last thing I'll say is I I have been in a vulnerable mental state the last two weeks, and I finally feel like I'm pulling out of it, but at one point I did choose violence, and I watched the episode of Sex in the City when Carrie tells Aiden she cheated on him, was big, and mm-hmm. they break up, and I bawled my eyes out like a fucking baby, <laughs> like hysteric, hysterics. Yeah. Um, and then I live voice messaged Kathy like mid-cry <laughs> about how my hate for Carrie is like the fire of a thousand suns, <laughs> and how Aiden is just so pure mm-hmm. and good to lose and like fuck up like that. Yeah. Um, and it's like okay, these are fictional characters. Like I don't understand how I become so emotionally invested but I knew
1: they're good they're good actors
0: give them all the like I know Give them the props um but like I knew that that was that episode like I knew and I chose to watch it there's some
1: things though I feel like we watch in order to feel emotions yeah (laughs) because I feel like sometimes I need to watch like a sad part just to kind of of torture yourself a little yeah Yeah. and just to make me feel like okay there's other stuff to be sad about than
0: my own emotional and just to remind myself (laughs) like if because you know how sometimes um, we feel just kind of like empty and numb inside. Yeah. Uh, it's I nice to feel just the like, yeah, yeah, to, you know, really feel my feelings and, and remember that I have feelings sometimes, <laughs> but this is actually, um, a great segue into this week's topic. Now that we're on the subject of heartless bitches, <laughs> this is really just, uh, an, I hate Carrie fest part to a continuation of last week um, or two weeks ago. But, um, We are here today to talk to you about our personal tales of toxicity. Um, I'm kind of scared, but (laughs) it's okay. Do you want to hold hands Yeah, the whole time? So basically, we're going to – our perspective on this episode are the toxic things that we've done Mm -hmm. personally. Of course (laughs) – We, we know far too well. I'm um, um, being, being on the receiving end, end as well. End of that but season. I
1: feel like this is a good confessional. Growing up exactly. Catholic, this could be my little no to that because I I no longer partake. But yes. so we're confessing. Yes.
0: And you all are our. And growing up without peace. religion, I'm getting a taste. Yeah. I'm getting a taste of what it's like. Yeah, the <laughs> seltzer
1: is the Eucharist.
0: Um, okay, keep. Oh, yeah, let's just stop it here. Okay. And we're back. Did that sound very news? Yeah. Could, should I audition? You should. Okay.
1: I used to, I love news voices.
0: And, and. What, what are some like stereotypes? live. Oh yeah, one. that's good. <laughs> that's good, Kathy.
1: <laughs> it is raining and 10% chance of thunderstorms and.
0: I love their little tiny like puns. They oh, do, yeah. when they're doing like the little feature stories. And Greg just got his coffee. Like it's like, and it's not <laughs> even funny, but you're like, oh no, oh no. And they're talking about like a, a, a dog adoption of oh, it. Like, oh. And it was just a positively, <laughs> and they do a little wink. <laughs> Successful day. Back, Back to you, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Um, okay, so first, mm-hmm. yeah, first, first. We're going to dive into some of our toxic behaviors with regard to our relationships. Mm-hmm. So, first area we're going to tackle is a crippling sense of mistrust. Yes, <laughs> rooted in our childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> because my dad, I'm just kidding, <laughs> um. and I don't have a dad. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I feel like the only way to kind of like get through like the bad memes yeah. though is to kind of laugh. I think about it's
1: it. also, I never, I think it's, I mean, I feel like it has affected me in some way, obviously, but I never grew up with a dad. So I never really kind of knew what I was missing out on. But right. I just remember being young, looking back, having like teachers like on. Remember on like Father's Day, you would make like arts and crafts, and I just remember the teacher being overly nice to me, like, "Okay, Kathy, well, you can make it for your mom. You can make it for your friends." And I was just like, "Do you just want to (laughs) shut up?" (laughs) And I was just like, "Okay," like I didn't really find a big deal about it, but um, I feel like it does. Everything affects you. Everything.
0: We were sponges. Everything is related and connected. Soaking
1: everything up, soaking
0: the world up. And I now, feel like <laughs> the bullshit that happened in our childhood um, mm-hmm. is like because of the fact that we're so absorbent. I don't know yeah. what else to call it, <laughs> but we're so impressionable as mm-hmm. kids and like we're discovering things about ourselves and the world for the first time. Yeah. Like it really sticks with us. Mm-hmm. Like it, I swear, every time my mom went out for a walk, I thought she was leaving me. Like, what? I <laughs> like my very first memories – that I can recall are like anxiety like my mom going out she would go out on these like nightly walks Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I would just literally pull up a chair to the front door because there was like a screen door and then the wooden door I would like have the wooden door open and I would just be like pulled up to the screen like waiting for her waiting for her to walk back to the house Mm -hmm. like resisting the urge to like call her on her fucking like flip phone every two seconds um but like yeah that's one of my like first memories like Experiencing the feeling of anxiety and like being so fearful that she yeah. like wasn't gonna come back. Oh my gosh!
1: And it's like not not only that, like parents and all mm-hmm. of that, but also just random stuff that they would instill to you as a kid. Like if you don't do good, you're not gonna get presents or shit yeah. like that. Right. Oh, one, do you remember? I remember being really scared of sand because of sinking sand. Do you remember how sinking sand was a big thing? Like quicksand? Quicksand. Yes, yeah. Sand. <laughs> I like that better though. Like for some reason, they make quicksand like a big thing yeah. growing up. I think so. Every time I was at the beach and I saw like water, I was like, okay, no, this is quicksand. No, do you, have you guys yeah. seen? Have you seen
0: Princess Bride? It's <laughs> <laughs> about to happen. <laughs> okay. So mistrust. Yeah. Right. Um, so some of the things I've done in mm-hmm. relationships that are just, like – because we talk a lot about red flags and, like, especially in our dating episodes, yeah. right? But I don't think we really t- – I mean, I know we had a segment on, like, opportunity, our own opportunities, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think people talk enough about their own red flags yeah. in relationships. And I think it's healthy – Or
1: partaking
0: into yes, the toxicity. engaging it. in the toxicity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, And I think it's normal and it's like healthy Mm -hmm. even to take accountability of like your own negative behaviors, right? Yeah. So something I used to do, like in my last two relationships, I had location services on for my partner and they had it for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they ever did this. I never asked them. They never mentioned it. I don't know if it's normal when you do have location services on Mm -hmm. for a significant other. But I would check – their location like obsessively Mm -hmm. and there were even times where I would follow through like on like the act of checking it I would follow through by like driving to their location Mm -hmm. in order to like catch them in the act like doing something they shouldn't be like yeah I remember there was one time a a couple relationships ago I was like how old I think I was like 22 Mm -hmm. um where I had plans with my boyfriend to, like, hang out that day, Mm -hmm. but he was, like, oh, I'm going to the beach with my friend. Yeah. I can't hang out. Um, And I was, like, okay, that's fine. But I, like, checked his location, and he definitely was not at the beach. He was at his apartment. Um, And, like, the whole time I kept thinking, like, fuck, like, he he invited another girl over or something. And, like, I I – the thought started to run wild and then mm-hmm. it became, like, a reality. Like, I was convinced that that was what was happening. Yeah. And I, like, literally drove to his house. Just but the asshole – the asshole part is that I got to his house. I was, like, knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. I could hear him in there talking to someone. Okay. And I th- I think it was a male vo- – like, I'm pretty sure it was a male voice. Mm-hmm. Um, But I heard him talking. And, like, I was knocking on the door and he would not answer the door. Like, he yeah. knew it was fucking me. I was texting him being, like, answer the door. I'm here. Mm-hmm. And he would not come to the fucking door. So, like, yeah, it was crazy on me mm-hmm. to to show up like that unannounced and, like, check in on him. Like, obviously that's a huge, like – yeah. A huge sign that you don't trust someone. But he also said – Also, he, he wasn't trust. He, yeah. he was lying though. And
1: it's like those little things too where like let's say – because this happened to me too with like a previous relationship. Like yeah. they said one thing and I found out another and they're always like, well um, – and I, I feel like I'm trying to – See, say reasons why we do this, but yeah. I just remember him saying, like, well, it's a little white lie, but it's like those little things happen, and you're like, well, what are the bigger things you're
0: hiding? If you're if willing you're to these small one, this might be like a jump. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but um, it's like if you're so quick to lie to me about the little things, what bigger things are you hiding from? Me, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, because I remember doing the same thing. I had, um, I don't have locations on like the guys that I w- was with because I'm not tech savvy um, <laughs> but I remember I was staying at my mom's for the weekend and he told me one thing and I just like another thing where I would remember is kind of schedules like work schedules and I'm like mm-hmm. that doesn't seem right. Right. And then he said he's going to have friends over and at this point I was like my guard was up yeah. and I was like… Well, I don't think that's true. I don't think you're gonna have friends over because I don't think you have that many friends. Like, that's <laughs> what I mean. but so I like I didn't say I was showing up because technically I lived there too. Right. So I just like went home. I was like, actually I, I decided Wait, to come. Was home.
0: he was he telling you you like can't come while my friends are here? Kind no, of No, it was more like
1: what I'm planning on doing. Okay. And th- we'll talk about it in another episode more like why we feel like we got <laughs> toxic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got there. He actually was with his, like, a couple of friends. Okay. Um, and I did feel like I barged in like a
0: crazy person a yeah. little. Yeah. So that sucked. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. that, the story I told, um, like, even though, yeah, he lied to me mm-hmm. about what he was doing, um, he was fucked up for that. But there have been times where I followed through or, like, showed up at someone's house or, like, done something on that level and mm-hmm. I was proven very wrong. Yeah. And then I was – it was, like, a lesson for me. Like, oh, fuck. That's what happens when you jump to conclusions, mm-hmm. you know, or c- kind of, like, catastrophize things yeah. in your mind. Like, you uh-huh. you let this idea run wild. I
1: know. But I – at the same time, though, I like it when I'm proven wrong. Yeah. Because then I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Okay. Next time I'm not going to be so quick. Yeah. To show. Or now <laughs> I'm like,
1: okay, I feel good that you aren't doing what I thought
0: you yes. were doing. Yeah, right, right. But
1: still. Mm-hmm not good
0: yep um another thing I used to do is I would text them like Mm -hmm. whoever I was dating well I don't even think this happened in like a dating situation I'm pretty sure this only happened in like relationship scenarios because if I did this while we were in the dating phase they probably wouldn't want to date (laughs) me anymore um but like if they don't respond to a text or if in my opinion like okay I sent the text an hour ago like They're online. Like, I can see that they're Uh, on social media. Yeah. They're obviously on their phone and they're, like, avoiding my message. Like, "Mm, I'm going to go ahead and just call them again and again and again and again. (laughs) Like, I would literally call them back to back to back to back until they fucking pick up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Toxic as fuck. (laughs) Like, because basically you're telling that person, like… You can't – because we all have those moments where we don't have the energy or the space to, like, respond to someone in that moment. And, like, maybe we need to go to social media and just kind of, like, kind of – what's the word? We just kind of need to, like, not think for a second. Like, we just need to endlessly endlessly scroll Mm -hmm. and, like, not really, like, engage. Just kind of, like, mindlessly do something to pass the time. Like. And I've done that too where I, like, kind of let text go for a little bit because I'm on social media and, like, I just need to, like, kind of dump and, like, just not emotionally go there yeah. right now. Because sometimes it's a
1: long – like, it's a serious text message yes. or it's a long one yes. or it's a voice – multiple voice messages yes. where I feel like I need to be, like, sitting down, focused. Yes. And then I
0: will yeah. answer. Yeah, and I'm not in a headspace at that moment mm-hmm. to, like – be that person like for right my now i want to my... go look at animals <laughs> on instagram <laughs> i want to watch puppy videos yeah <laughs> by the jojo <laughs> um yeah so we've all been there so i don't know what gives me the right like when someone else needs that time and that mm-hmm. space <laughs> oh no like yeah you're not gonna do that to me like i don't know i feel like it's egregious if it's done if but it's the same okay as i feel done. like
1: this episode is <laughs> gonna turn into yes we do this but <laughs> all right <laughs> but one of the things i do have to say just to like give you credit is that sometimes I'm waiting on something that you need to tell me uh-huh. and I see you, you're on other social media platforms. Are you talking about me personally? No. I'm oh talking God. about like if I, if I have plans with someone, they're like, yeah. okay, yeah, let's circle back at this time yes. and figure out a place and I'm getting I, off work and I, hate I have that. to get ready. I hate when
0: someone says, let's circle back.
1: Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Well, I hate that too, but I just need to know… For my time because yeah. you're, now I'm on your time. I'm right. waiting for you to The ball is me, in your court. So I can't wait. Yeah. I need you to tell me now. My life is at a standstill yeah.
0: until you decide. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I feel that. Um, But, yeah, I think the not respecting someone's space and just, like, calling them back to back to back, like, mm-hmm. it just is a recipe for it. Like, there's no good that comes from it. Yeah. Like, you're just stressing them out more. Like, you're pushing them away. Because they could be driving. They could be. They could. Be. They, could be. they could be. Yeah. Um. And then that's also like you're not showing the trust in them because if they are doing something that's like in involving them or like directing their focus and genuinely they mm-hmm. weren't paying attention to their phone, then you look like the asshole for coming out and accusing them of something that clearly wasn't the case. Yeah. So, um. Another thing. Um. That I've done. We've talked about this before. Looking through their phone without their knowledge or permission. Mm-hmm. But let me say, <laughs> but, 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 um, I've never done it unwarranted. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. I feel like they're the jury and we want to like. <laughs> <laughs> we have to plead our case. Um, basically, I have never done that and not found something. Mm, that's uh, atrocious. True. Yeah, <laughs> like almost every time I've done that, I've found something incriminating. Like, mm-hmm. and not just innocent. Like they they watch porn. That's fine. That's yeah. whatever to me. Um, watch porn all you want. Like yeah. that doesn't really offend me. But when you're like texting an ex or looking uh, like I, I, yeah. I can see your history yeah. on your Facebook. You you've been looking up your ex a lot I know. <laughs> on social media, or. um <laughs> Um, I don't know. Just sending like dick dick pics of yourself See, to like, like a random girl or you have d- hidden dating apps that
1: you found. And I think it kind yeah. of, again, just like growing up, things change
0: you. That yes. changes you. Yes. So, And those, by the way, are all real life examples of shit that I found. <laughs> and so um, we cannot wait
1: until you guys listen <laughs> to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And it's like once you do something once, just once, like one really, really big thing. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, maybe they can change and they're being really good. But I feel like there's always something in the back of your mind if you feel like something shady.
0: Yeah like there was always so bad because- there was a precipitating factor there is something that prompted me to look through the phone yeah I, I didn't just decide to do it for fun or on a whim yeah. like there was always a, a moment like a I found something and then i thought okay to know if this is real or not i need to investigate a little further so i have my facts yeah ready to like i, I need to um prepare like an argument like a deposition <laughs> and be like on this date um you sent your balls yeah to <laughs> cassandra <laughs>
1: um but At no the real time talk- when you were supposed to go to dinner with me
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know it sounds like we're making excuses and that those were excuses yeah that just came out of my mouth. but i will say moving forward because for the most part these are things that haven't happened in a, a really really mm-hmm. long time um i generally speaking I'd say, like, it is wrong to go through someone's yes. phone without their consent. Um, that's a huge, like, privacy issue. Obviously, it's a huge trust issue. Mm-hmm. And, like, let's say you go through their phone and you don't find shit and then they find out about it. Like, that is just bad on you.
1: Yeah. That,
0: and you're not setting off the relationship on, like, a good footing. Mm-hmm. Just just don't even go And there. I feel like and you're, if you're fe- Sorry yeah. to cut you off, but let me just finish this thought because I said yeah. all of these were – um kind of like precipitated by another thing those are red flags mm-hmm. like th- those in and of themselves are red flags like you're feeling and, if and, you, and you feel should, those things yes. you should not be with that person like if you feel the need to look through their phone you shouldn't even be with them in the first place yeah mic drop bam roasted <laughs> okay what were you gonna say sorry oh
1: uh no but I feel like just to go off of what you said that's be it being a red flag. Yeah. One thing that I did that was really toxic is that I always felt like I needed to have like evidence constantly. Yeah. So I would, I had a hidden folder in my iPhone mm. and I, all of it was all shit that I found online. Cause my weapon of choice was Instagram. Yeah. So they took it off. Thank God, because it like, ruined my days (laughs) but do you remember there was that feature where you can see what the other person liked like so-and-so liked seven pictures of bikini models or something like that and i just remember i was obsessed with seeing like what they liked or i'd look at their new followers and then i'll it got so crazy to the point where like i can do that for not even joking like probably like two hours yeah and then there was a point where all the new followers i would investigate them and be like okay are they local are they from san diego is this a feasible person that my person can cheat on me with? Like shit like that was like, it's toxic on me, but it was just red flags that I'm with someone I do not trust. And the fact that I've been with them for this amount of time and my hidden folder is growing. And for what? Like hypothetically, if that person were to drop down on one knee and propose to me, Mm -hmm. like I have so much, like going against this. you're building
0: a case yes i'm yeah. building this
1: case and it's like for what when i right. could literally walk away yeah right. so yeah so that was my weapon of choice was insta <laughs> but it's also so hard now there's so many fucking social media platforms like it's so convenient i didn't even know that you can message people on tiktok I yeah. thought it's just like a visual looking thing.
0: No. But no, you can.
1: you can you can message people on everything. And here's my other thing. I'm not gonna say what age you have to be to not be on this platform, mm-hmm. but I think Snapchat should have an age limit.
0: Right. I, I don't agree. think you need
1: to be like 35 on Snapchat. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> you were saying like in terms of how old like uh yeah like
1: older people, not yes. younger. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that's weird. Like why would You need to be on Snapchat.
0: Right. Unless it's everyone, Because
1: I haven't been on Snapchat for a long time. I feel like
0: everyone knows the hanky-panky goes down. Yeah. Yeah. Just based on the pure fact that, like, there's the future where your chat's Delete after 24 hours. And I remember
1: one of the things I've heard from a past relationship was like, oh, I just go on it because like sports and my friends, I'm like, text them. Yeah. If it's a sports related thing, why does it need to disappear in two seconds? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Yeah. Fuck you, Snapchat. (laughs) No, I, I really think that. Um, probably the number one issue that therapists experience between like couples that are struggling, mm-hmm. it's like social media is oh, yeah. like a huge part in their demise. Like social media creates so many problems mm-hmm. for people. <laughs> and I, I know that there's a lot of great things about it too, like connecting with people from around the world. Yeah. It's not going like anywhere. No, it's no. So we just time. have to adapt, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Did you have any other stories about like mistrust?
1: Um, I think I do, but
0: I can't think of them right now. Okay. I have a lot. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we could even make a second episode. <laughs> about Just all the, sh- the shit storm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So the next area. Mm-hmm. Um. Or would you? I guess you would say like toxic trait. Mm-hmm. Obsession. Yes. So that th- th- these stories are more so from when I was a lot younger. Like same first. First discovering like boys and like love for the first time. Dating. Yes. So when I so I had barely, barely turned 18. Okay. Um, like even when I was 17 still, Mm -hmm. like there were inappropriate things going on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but like there was this older guy that I worked with at Robex, like he was almost 30. And I was – I started working at Robex at 16, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And he started working there, like, when I was 17, about to turn 18. Mm-hmm. And, like, we we were crushing on each other. Like, it was obvious. He was giving me vibes. I was giving him vibes. Yeah. But also, I was in high school. I was a senior in high school at the time, <laughs> and he was damn near 30. Um, And, like, we never kissed or anything like that. Never sexted or, like, anything, you know, like, yeah. majorly sexual. But – there were times when we would be blending were, smoothies, <laughs> cutting up bananas and just staring at each other. <laughs> I'd, I'd eat a banana. And, yeah.
1: like, and he'll eat um, kale.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but there were times like usually when we would close together, it would just be the two of us in the store. Mm-hmm. And um, he would like give me like a shoulder rub. <laughs> and like at the time. I just thought like, oh, he's giving me attention. Yeah. But looking back, I'm like, dude, that's sick. That that's like fucking sick. That like, I be- wanted attention from someone who was that old, mm-hmm. and like he didn't see that it was inappropriate that I wasn't even 18 yet, giving yeah. me fucking massages. Um, in a store that had cameras, by the way. Like, <laughs> and not
1: just any <laughs> cameras. That vicinity had like six cameras.
0: And it was like four knocks. It was it was so our, our boss Dennis managed that store. Like. I- <laughs> Honestly, he could be, he could work for the government because, yeah, <laughs> I, anyway, be um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another episode. It's going to be your Dennis yeah. exposed, <laughs> expose, a true crime, um, but anyway, I was like so obsessed with this guy because he was like the first, at this point, mind you, I had never even had my first kiss. Like yeah. he was literally the first boy I ever like crushed on. Okay. Um. So, well, no, actually, no. That's wrong i i was 17 but Mm. i was freshly 17 because i remember my first kiss i was at like the tail end of 17. okay um so yeah i that's even worse i (laughs) was i I was in junior high school um so i was obsessed with this man and i remember there was one night where i like accidentally quote accidentally called Mm -hmm. him because um his name sounded a lot like mom (laughs) And I made the argument like literally, this- John and mom. <laughs> <laughs> you act like your phone is like by sound. Like- yeah, no, no, no. Because at the time, you could say like, oh, "Call mom." Okay, that makes sense. Um, and so, literally, this is like a reenactment of what happened. I was like. Where is his name? I, like, scrolled. You Do you want me to name? be John? Don't say his name. Oh, sorry. Oh, to- shit. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's fine. There's, like, so many Johns in the world. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, – Yeah, so literally I scrolled through my phone. I found his name. Mm-hmm. I pressed call. Yeah. He picked up and I was like, wait, is this John? Did you say it, like, in a sexy voice? Like, <laughs> no, Wait, is no. this – John. No, but I definitely like giggled. Oh. Like a school girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my – I said to call mom. Silly. <laughs> silly, silly phone. Silly. Anyways, while I'm I have you here in my bikini. <laughs> while, while I have you here, what are you doing? <laughs> like literally that – That's how it And it went. was like so fucking creepy on my right. end, but he totally entertained it. I could yeah. tell he was like fucking eating it up. Ew, um It, it probably worse. stroked his ego knowing yeah. that like such a young girl was like – pursuing him anyway um another time is this was when I had my very first boyfriend if I could mm-hmm. even call it that it was like to a two-week relationship <laughs> he was my first kiss though um he was a year above me I was a junior and I worked at Robex he worked right next door at extreme PETA <laughs> And I I knew his work schedule. Yeah. Right. This is before we were like official. Mm-hmm. We were still kind of like in the talking phase. Mm-hmm. But I like knew his hours at work. Yeah. Um, so I would literally show up to Extreme PETA to order like a, a wrap, knowing full well he would be there. Yeah. And being like, Oh, and I would do like a full Fancy face of you here ma- makeup, like wear my like sluttiest shorts, like <laughs> jean shorts or whatever. Um, yeah, and just acted like i ran into him coincidentally uh and the times where he wasn't there when i expected him to be i would feel so depressed i would allow it to ruin my entire day Mm -hmm. and like it's just so immature to allow an experience like that to like dictate my day like to have that kind of control over me to allow a man to like affect me in that way yeah. you know
1: uh i i have a pretty similar thing too i was young yeah. um but i had this crush on this G- guy that worked at gnc so gnc is what changed i did extreme PETA turn into gnc
0: no 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 oh
1: wait i think it did did it i think it did yeah cuz extreme PETA – yeah so anyway oh it was changed back in the day it changed to gnc probably like i would say my sophomore year of college mm-hmm. and there was this really cute guy that was like that opened up the gnc Wait, did he go to school with us no he didn't
0: okay okay um
1: but i would purposely like walk by mm-hmm. at when i knew he was working and i i, I bought a lot <laughs> of
0: vitamins, vitamins i, <laughs> I did i
1: bought a lot of fucking vitamins like i'm not <laughs> even joking i bought so many like whey proteins because like i was going to being fit at that time like yeah. the gym across, like in that vicinity. And I would like – if I knew I was like wearing a nice gym outfit and I, I was like sweaty, I would walk past GNC to get to like Robex. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll like look inside. Maybe, maybe I need to add some more to my vitamins, <laughs> my overpriced vitamins. You have like
0: your own GNC store your-
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I open up my own thing. So yeah, like I totally get that. Like being obsessed and like not – and then being sad like – Maybe I went to go get some more vitamins or, like, fucking those shaking bottles. The shaker bottles. (laughs) The shaker bottles. And then I'll find out it's not him. But now I feel like I need to buy it because I'm already in in the front. So another thing. So the first guy I was ever with, I basically became his beck and call girl. Um, I don't know if he knew that. But, like, on my side, you can definitely tell. So he can text me a couple days prior to us hanging out or even the morning of and just Mm -hmm. be like – hey, we should meet sometime. And I would take that as, okay, it's time to prep my body. I need to shave. I need to prep my calendar because the moment this guy texts me, I need to be ready. It's go time, baby. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I would drive around PB because he lived around that area and I would wait for the text. Mm -hmm. And definitely more than a handful of times, I would be roaming around Pacific Beach Mm -hmm. and then... I don't hear from him. So I would make my way home to Mira Mesa. Yes. I'll park my car. I'll start walking to my apartment. And then he'll text me and I freaking sprint back to my so car.
0: you went back even I, after all that. Yes. Oh, I would go no back shit. in my car. I, can't you.
1: I would drive back and then I, he would say, Hey, you want to hang? I'll be like, Oh, yeah, I'm actually still out and close. I'll head <laughs> over. And by this time, I'm freaking speeding down the highway <laughs> um, to
0: hang out with him. So (laughs) no, Kathy, I have like a basically an an identical situation to that Mm -hmm. too. So there was a point in time where I was dating like my dream man, Mm -hmm. like physically. If I could draw my type in my head Mm -hmm. and like put it on a paper, it would have been him. Yes, Like he was just the hottest to me. He was like, Six foot three, basketball player, like, so super athletic, like, Mm -hmm. muscular built. Um, Big ass beard. Yeah. Huge, full, delectable beard. Yeah. Um, Tats. (laughs) Yadded. Yadded. And, yeah. Well, basically, it was just the beard. But anyone who knows me, like, I'm – I obsess. You over, started that trend. I did. Sarah was the first
1: you person. You heard it here first. Ever, and then we all jumped on the bad bang, 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 bang. bang wagon. <laughs> <laughs> because I jumped on it too. I jumped on him
0: too. I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, I didn't. <laughs> but like physically speaking, he was that's my type. Yeah, that's my type. Um <laughs> in every other aspect though, he was like the antithesis of my type. <laughs> um Huge asshole. <laughs> not physically. Just, <laughs> um, he was just a huge asshole. Big dick. <laughs> but also not physically. <laughs> um yeah, basically, long story short, uh, I found out the whole time we were like fucking with each other talking. He had mm-hmm. a girlfriend. Like he was in a committed, serious ass relationship with this girl. Like basically he told me um I don't have social media, like I don't believe in social media, mm-hmm. but this was around the time where the Facebook technology was like integrating to your like contact, like it was mm-hmm. syncing your contacts. So it, your pe- the people in your phone were showing up as people you may know. Yeah, And I remember scrolling and I saw him and it was like also kind of complicated because he was an identical twin. So first <laughs> I had to like just double check that it wasn't <laughs> his twin brother. Um, and then I was like, no, that's his name. That's yeah. definitely him. And it said in a relationship with this girl since 20, whatever. Like it, it had been years, like two or three years. Yeah. Um, they have and, like their Disneyland photos, eating churros and all. yeah. Like yeah. all of the sickening, cute stuff. And like, we had done things <laughs> with, <We, laughs> um, I have uh, seen your big assholes. I, have, I saw his asshole. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, basically turned out to be just like super a toxic person. But anyway, I was also toxic in that situation because I remember I met him in PB like while we were out and drunk. Um, I made like a beeline for him because I saw his just his beard from across the room. I didn't even know what his face looked like. I was just like, (laughs) I got like the hard eyes. And I was like, (laughs) Um, and yeah, we started talking. I, like, suddenly made myself available for PB, like, every night of the week. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one occasion where I was like, what are you up to tonight? And he said, I'm going out to PB. He didn't invite me, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't going to invite myself. Like, that to me was desperate. Mm-hmm. Not like what I was about to do wasn't desperate, yeah. which was <laughs> dolling myself up after hitting up every friend, contacting my phone, to have an excuse to like go out and party in PB. Yeah. No one was available. So I did my hair, my makeup, got all cute, drove to PB, posted up in the CVS parking lot waiting for him to text me. And I even like so many hours had passed. I even had time to take a nap in my car while I was waiting for the text. And it did eventually come through at like 1130 at night, which also should have been a red flag. Like why does he only want to see me like after hours? Like (laughs) – when no, like barely anyone else is around to like see us, catch us, he's yeah. drunk anyway.
1: Um,
0: and it wasn't yeah. even like
1: a full fledged text, it was like blah, blah, coming out,
0: <laughs> just there was just PB in there. Yeah, and I took that as my invite. <laughs> um, but yeah, making myself too available. Mm-hmm. And I
1: remember this guy too because we actually, me and Ashley actually met him or yeah. we saw him, mm-hmm. and you were hyping him up to be like this god. Like Like Adonis,
0: Greek god, Zeus. Beard, and beard, everything.
1: And then I remember he showed up and we were just like, oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) More for you, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that wasn't my – But I was the clown who – Another toxic thing with regard to that situation. Mm -hmm. I continued to text him even after knowing he had a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Not in a sexual way, but just like – Just entertaining like – Basically, I, te- I remember texting him after finding out he had a girlfriend, and I said, like, so when were you going to tell me you were in a relationship? And he copped to it immediately. Yeah. Um. But I, like, somehow in a, in my sick mind, like, I twisted it. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, making him out to be an asshole, I was like, I hope you have a good life. Like, I don't know. I was just no, saying I shit. No, I do that too. Yeah. I don't know why. I should I have treated him like the – small dicked asshole.
1: I always feel like what, what I do is I always have to like compensate like why I'm doing something like I'm I'm like if I if a date doesn't go well and I want to not go on a second one and they ask me I'll be like oh it's not you it's I'm just so tired you're such a great guy though like the conversation we had were amazing and they weren't that's probably the reason I don't want the second like why
0: can't we just be honest and say like you know you're just not my person yeah and that's it but I have to constantly like add on to it right fluff yeah yeah um okay next one jealousy Ooh, it me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I haven't been, honestly, that much of a jealous person until, like, my last relationship probably. Um, I think I get mainly jealous, like, in regards to work. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. And then also sometimes friendships. I get a little bit jealous if I know, like, that feeling of FOMO. Yeah. um, Knowing you're not out when all your friends are out. Right. Um, But, Yeah. I think it is toxic, like especially, especially work-wise and I've told Sarah this too. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's also because like I said, I, I confess I am a workaholic and I'm not glamorizing it at all. I know it's something I need to work on um, but if I do see someone succeed, I'm like, oh, I put in this many hours, like, why are they reaping those benefits? Yeah. And I shouldn't feel like that. And I hate it when I think that way because I'm just like, no, Kathy, like, we're a team. Like, mm-hmm. we all need to be on the same page. Um, so that's what I've worked on
0: or working on. Yeah. But yeah. We're a work in progress. Yes. Because we've made mistakes. <laughs> so the, what is the Natasha Beddingfield? The rest is still unwritten. Yes. <laughs> Um, so a way in which I've been jealous in the past is not accepting my significant other, like hanging out or speaking with other women, which kind of sounds like a no brainer. But with this specific relationship Mm -hmm. and like thing that I'm thinking of, um, he was like lifelong friends with this girl. Like Mm -hmm. they had, they had been friends since like, elementary middle school at yeah. the very latest. Um and it's like I felt so threatened by her because she was super successful and like had her own condo at that time and we were young like we mm-hmm. were like 25 26. Mm-hmm. Um had a great job was a like, gorgeous mm-hmm. um Hot, hot body, blonde, super personable. Yeah. I wanted Bleached to date her. asshole, probably, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and a very skinny asshole. Too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not a big asshole. A skinny asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I think I was like jealous of her mm-hmm. myself. No, I wasn't threatened by them, like their dynamic at all. Yeah, but like. If something was going to happen between them, like there were ample opportunities over the year where he was single and she was single. Like it would have happened, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, And I failed to recognize that. And I think that if I am in another situation again where like my significant other has been friends or has female friends Mm -hmm. and like there's a track record of like just nothing but platonic. Yeah. um, like maybe I they get
1: coffee or watch the game every yeah.
0: whatever. Like I really don't have the right to like mm-hmm. insert myself into their relationship and project my own insecurities yeah. onto their – But this is a hot take too because
1: what if they develop a friendship with like a co-worker, like their work wife? I, I don't mm-hmm. know if we've talked about this yes. before. Like does that count as like this initial friendship that like this girl would you consider like a work wife? The same on the same level.
0: I feel like it's disrespectful to call someone your work wife. Yeah. That's unless what I okay. Agree the on. only exception to that is I if she's 70 years old. And <laughs> I do. But I was gonna say, um, I was in a relationship where I had a guy at work who I called my work husband, mm-hmm. but he was like super out and proud. Yeah. And like there's no threat there. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of just like a playful. See, that's thing. true. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like there are circumstances where it is appropriate, but definitely if you're both heterosexual, yeah, you're, it's I think crossing it's just a being line.
1: Nice, or yeah. like being thoughtful. Because I had a similar situation where, again, I did come off. I was like this toxic. Like, where are you? Because mm-hmm. um, I did find out that he was. He he told me exactly where he was. He mm-hmm. told me who he was with. But mm-hmm. even that didn't satisfy me because I'm like, well, why are you with just her? Like, is right. her boyfriend there? And he was right. like, no. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay um well i'm almost off work he's like okay well i'm probably gonna come home soon i'm like no i'll go there like mm-hmm. i i needed to assert myself just because i i at the same time like i know i could have been more verbal like hey i don't feel comfortable about this yeah. like earlier on but i'm like no i want you to physically see me there yes and then later on i'm gonna tell you <laughs> yeah why i was there
0: exactly so yeah uh yeah we've we've all had those moments mm-hmm. though. see if that were me I would tell him that I'm going home, but secretly (laughs) show up to the bar or wherever they're at. Yeah, because if they're prepared, if they know I'm on the way, they're preparing for my presence. They're stopping making out. Yeah, they're gonna stop their makeout session. Whereas if. If, Stop slow dancing. Yeah. <laughs> if I show up on a whim and I catch them off guard, mm-hmm. I'm going to catch what they're truly doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I want to be the outside perspective of us walking in thinking
1: we're going to find something because I bet our faces are like serious, like yeah. just walking in like I'm about to
0: go catch But really, something. they have like a binder out and they're like talking about work or yeah. like <laughs> they're, they're referencing reports or I know. something super dry. <laughs> um, okay. So next toxic trait lack of communication. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to think, at least now, I'd like to think of myself as a pretty strong and open communicator. Yes. But there were periods when when I was like um, more immature where I would engage in kind of like passive aggressive Mm -hmm. tendencies. I would make subtle digs at the person rather than communicating about the real issues in a productive way that saves face and doesn't like um trigger them or like c- cause them to react defensively. Mm-hmm. Like I know I've said things that were triggering with the sole purpose of I've like setting it. them off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, mm-hmm. and I've I think this is probably my most toxic is lack yeah. of communication mm-hmm. because I – you would expect someone that went to college for communications to know this shit, but I don't. I think I'm horrible at expressing myself and I bottle everything in or just like I'm passive-aggressive or I'll like change the subject and then it bottles in until one little thing that they could do mm-hmm. and it doesn't even have to be something big like maybe a dish is dirty. Yeah. No, that's a really bad example because all my dishes are dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a clean person. Um… But, like, let's say – I don't know. I I can't think of an example. But, like, one little thing will set me off mm-hmm. and I'll just explode. Like, yeah. I'll be like, you know what? Also, this happened. And I have said, like, some very regretful things. Like, yeah. I said it because I, I also want to one-up whatever you're saying yes. because I want you to know how hurt I am. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So – And you can't take words back. Like, words really, they really burn into – Like, I remember something someone said to me, like, literally seven years ago. Yeah. Because it was, like, so hurtful. Like, yeah. I'll share it in another episode, but it was, like, honestly, like, the meanest thing anyone has ever said to me. And yeah. it wasn't like he was calling me, like, a fucking bitch or anything. It was, like, But it, like, deep. it really – It really, like, he, he took the knife. Yeah. It, like – Really, just stuck me with it, and then turned mm-hmm. the blade. You know, so yeah, wor- words—they have like this permanent permanence to them, mm-hmm. and they kind of like exist in like space and time, yeah. and like—and yeah. sometimes I feel like I go beyond. Like
1: sometimes, like example would be like my if my ex were to be like you stupid dumb bitch, mm-hmm. I already know I'm not dumb. So uh, <laughs> like, so he'll say that to me. So it's like a surface level mean comment yeah. just to get you mad, but yeah. it, it might not have a, like a connection to the you.
0: Significance. Yeah.
1: But me, no, I will dive deep down yes. and know your pain and I will I fucking know bring your, it up. know your I'm deepest insecurities. I yeah. will sprout. And I, I have said some really, really mean things where I'm just like, okay, Kathy, what did he say versus to what you just said? like it's it doesn't even out. <laughs> I should have just, you know, did the classic, no you're the fucking stupid bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just like say that same mean comment. That, right. yeah,
0: that this this is my worst area. Yeah. And then um the last one we're going to talk about is disrespecting boundaries. Mm-hmm. So um I feel like we could all be in agreement here that re- relationships have to involve compromise. And when one party is stuck in their ways and unwilling to respect the wants and needs of the other, mm-hmm. it kind of sets the relationship up for failure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been in situations like just, – just one off the top of my head, like I was with someone who wasn't a drug addict. Like I wouldn't call them an addict um, because I was with someone who wasn't – like I've yeah. seen what addiction looks like and mm-hmm. how it like is per- so pervasive and like – it literally ruins every part of your life. Yeah. Like, um, so I don't want to like label him as this, but he dabbled, mm-hmm. right? Um, and his job like was very involved in like the the night scene and mm-hmm. like party life and whatever. So, um, I feel like he would do drugs from mm-hmm. time to time, which like really didn't so- sit well with me, especially because um the relationship I had with. Like, my boyfriend who was an alcoholic yeah. happened before this relationship. Okay. So, so I kind of said I was you, coming off yeah. of that experience, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just, like, a red flag to me when someone, like, wants to do drugs. And, and I'm not talking about weed either. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I'm talking, like, pills. Like, popping pills mm-hmm. or, like, even, like, Coke. Like, when, when they want to do drugs on, like, a random – Wednesday night. Yeah, like, like a along. regular basis to like yeah. just yeah. And it would just it wasn't every single day, like it wasn't anything like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to misrepresent, but randomly he would get this oh. urge um to to just like do it, mm-hmm. like went for no reason really. Like we would just be at home alone, like no friends over, like not 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 to say, God, I I don't like that kind of drugs. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like that stuff uh-huh. at all. Period. Blink yeah. blank. But if you're gonna do it, it, it 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 needs to be irregular. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I don't want it to be a, like a um, a routine thing. Yeah, in other words, like just brush my teeth and I'll go do some coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, and it just didn't sit well with me because I-, I noticed it start. It started to happen for really like no rhyme or reason, mm-hmm. and it was just so random. And like, yeah, it, he would just be alone and like. I started to be vocal about the fact that it really bothered me. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I was honest with him. Like, I really don't like that you do this at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I didn't feel like I even had the right to like tell him what he could and couldn't do. Yeah. But I also wanted him to respect my feelings, and I almost feel like it turned into a situation where he started to like amp up his, his use. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, like I, I almost got this feeling like he didn't like authority or like peep something or someone telling him what to do. Yeah. And so he used that to like just do it even <laughs> more. Um. And then he started to lie to me about what – like, he would be like, oh, I'm going to, like, go do this. But really it, it was, like, to go, you know, pick up mm-hmm. something. um, And, yeah, I just felt like it started to become this thing where, like, he wasn't really, like, compromising. And then mm-hmm. I felt like – I was the only one compromising and it just felt very one-sided. Like I was very uncomfortable with the idea of him doing those things, Mm -hmm. but I feel like, okay, if I want to be in this relationship, I just kind of have to like suck it up and put up with it. Um, So yeah, compromise, it's like it has to happen. It's integral to every relationship, but it starts to get toxic when like you're the only one making the sacrifices. Yeah.
1: See, that's a big thing. Um, I think also – this topic on disrespecting boundaries can relate to giving each other space. Uh, I remember I was dating this guy for a while. And of course, in the beginning, you're very – like you text constantly. You see each other a lot. And I think I started getting worried when the texts were like not as frequent as it was in the beginning. And I was like, oh, crap. Like why isn't he texting me? Like, But now looking back because I experienced the opposite end, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, space is Needed, yeah. And one thing that I've learned from being in a relationship is thinking that being with your significant other constantly mm-hmm. and spending one hundred percent of your free time with that person equates to love. No, no. Um, that them texting you constantly as you are at, when you're out with your friends mm-hmm. was really showing how much they care about you. So sometimes I'll be out with my friends. I'll just be drinking, like karaoke, and then. I would get these text messages that can be mean sometimes, like "Hey, why aren't you with like here? Like you're mm-hmm. it's th- it's past this time." Mm-hmm. And so I would feel so guilty being out, like why am I out here when my person that loves me is mm-hmm. at home right. doing that? And I just feel so guilty. And I, now looking back, that logic is a hundred percent false.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: you need to have space. Um, that should be a normal thing.
0: Right. So, and I will say in your situation though, he made you feel that way. Like it didn't just happen in a vacuum. Like mm-hmm. he he was controlling and I feel like he made you feel guilty when you wanted to go out with your friends and have fun and yeah. stuff like that. So it wasn't just like, you know, again, it wasn't a one-sided thing like you you weren't just feeling that way mm-hmm. on your own. It something something was the catalyst, right? Yeah. Um but yeah, I feel like I've been there too with the whole space thing, like mm-hmm. wanting to be around that person 24-7. And I think that's also kind of rooted in like my sense of mistrust, feeling like uh, if I wasn't there all the time – Like what, what are is you he doing? What is yeah. he doing? If you're not at not work, there.
1: if I'm not with you, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I
0: have problems. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a good segue and to – And this is like, – Our sponsor. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> um, no. Can, can – Can our sponsor just be therapy in general (laughs) because it's expensive. (laughs) It is expensive. But it has been like the number one thing. Like now I'm starting to do the things that to to put in the work Mm -hmm. like journaling and um, challenging my negative thoughts and stuff like that. But all of that, like I wouldn't have those tools unless I went to therapy in the first place. Like it really provided me with the resources I needed to kind of start to do the work on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I do want to touch on too, because obviously we haven't, we haven't elaborated on like the major things when we think toxicity in relationships, lying, cheating, gaslighting, verbal, emotional, physical abuse. All of these are of course, incredibly toxic behaviors. And don't worry, like we have tons (laughs) of stories for you. Based on our own shitty relationship experiences, being on the receiving end mm-hmm. of those things, but we're intentionally reserving these for another episode. Episode dedicated to that subject. Ooh, so let let a, little spoiler, a little spoiler, a little teaser for you guys. <laughs> another <laughs> to look forward to our misfortune <laughs> for um, your entertainment. <laughs> exactly, purely, mm-hmm. but also. So you can learn from our shitty mistakes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So now, to keep things a a little bit lighter, um, we're going to dive into our Would You Rather segment for this week. And I thought that I would choose a Would You Rather that's relevant to this episode. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it's heavy. Okay. I'm I'm just warning you. Well, that's ironic. I said (laughs) let's keep it light, but the the question (laughs) I
1: chose is pretty heavy.
0: Um. Okay, would you rather date someone who you trust but don't love or date someone you love but don't trust?
1: This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Probably the love and not trust. Really? It's hard because I just think that's a reason why – well, can I can I have an age? Like if i when I'm younger, I want the second one. Okay. Love and don't trust. Okay. But when I'm older and want to see Like what's down, your cutoff? Um, probably 30.
0: Okay. And but goddamn, that's that's depressing to I me know. to be with someone that well, here's the thing. It says date. It says date. So you oh, date someone okay. you trust but don't love. It doesn't say you're gonna marry them. Oh.
1: Then I'll do the first one. Oh, there we go.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I was gonna say I, I agree with you. I was going to say date someone you trust but don't love. Mm-hmm. because And this is probably a cop-out, but the love can grow. <laughs> the no, love now, can no, we Now we, can. we can. <laughs> We're twisting it. We're putting
1: it. too many loopholes. In okay. This we're, no, about. you're right. You're
0: right. You're right. Okay. So I would say – I would still say someone you – Trust but don't love. So it's trust and but you hate them. (laughs) Wait, but are you wait wait wait? Are are you gonna marry this person? We have to put we have to put conditions (laughs) on the question. Because if I'm gonna marry five-year
1: contract, (laughs) it's a five-year contract for each one.
0: If I'm marrying them, I guess I would say someone I love but don't trust. Oh, really? I would
1: think the opposite.
0: No, because here's the thing: like, I can't do it. Like I can't marry someone who I don't love. It's just not like I okay, here's the thing. If I'm going to marry someone, first of all, I don't even know how I feel about marriage. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to be married. I feel like it'd be but... more like
1: a contract at that point. Like mm. you have a good job, um mm. we are set, we're 70 years old, no one wanted me. Let's fucking just do no, this. No, here's the
0: thing. I need to I need to be with someone even if it's not marriage. If I'm yeah. going to be with them, if they are going to be my life partner, I need to be madly in love with them. Like I need to be madly head over heels in That's love with true. them. There needs to be a fire. There needs to be passion. I, I don't want to ever feel like I don't want to. I don't want to. Wait, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I want to feel you like. Gotta I want to change your hands. <laughs> I, I want to feel like I can't keep my hands off of them. Like they're, that those things just have to be there for me. Yeah. I can't so be. It's like a trade off. I can't be in like a boring, lackluster relationship where it's just like a contract lifelong. Like I like that to me is depression (laughs) yeah um but here's the thing i just read the book i talked about this i think a couple episodes ago i just read the book the speed of trust Mm -hmm. once trust is broken yes it's hard it's very difficult if not impossible to get it back but it it can happen like if you both are committed to the process and you work really hard at it you can gain that trust back so Therefore, my answer would have to be someone I love but don't trust. Mm-hmm. But I say that with a grain of salt because I've been in that situation so many times. Yeah, I've been cheated on in basically every relationship I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. And in a majority of those relationships too, I've taken them back after yeah. the cheating you and tried it. to work through it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I loved them. Love um, is the easiest part. I yes, that is like, the easiest. part. Sh- that should be the but easiest part. But it's not part. enough. In yeah. of itself, it's not enough to it's sustain. Not. So – I've been through the the, the very the, the draining process mm-hmm. um the debilitating the demoralizing process <laughs> of trying to build that trust back mm-hmm. and like I haven't been successful at yeah. it. At doing, I don't even know. I know it's possible, but maybe it just wasn't the right conditions, like those particular relationships. Mm-hmm. But like, I I've failed so far at it, oh. being with someone who has betrayed me or cheated on me, lied to me, whatever yeah. it was, and trying to build that trust back to where it once was. Yeah. Um. And like, it's almost kind of a torturous experience.
1: No, and I think so. I again, I've dated multiple people i've been in long-term dating relationships but my i've only been in real one committed relationship Mm -hmm. so i think it's like my experience and i think i'm gonna hold on to my original answer to marry someone that i trust but don't necessarily love Uh just because honestly from witnessing like your experiences our friend like ashley's experiences just like friends in general and seeing how hard it is and then finally going through it myself i'm just like at this point, I'm fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so exhausted. Like now, it's like if I were going to end up with someone, it's going to be like more of a contract. But but, yeah, but he, my mind may feel- But at the same time, I'm, I'll before you go, like it I, I could change. Like <laughs> yeah. obviously, it could change because what if I do meet someone that I'm head over heels with? Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever been like so like story tale love. I don't. Right. I've been in love, but I don't think yeah. I've ever had like that epitome. <laughs> of love. So yeah. right now, like I feel my friends will be the people that I'll love. And then the person I'm ending up with is someone that we share a mortgage with <laughs> or
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it could change. Doesn't that make you sad though? Like – yeah, you, you're going to feel – Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're going to feel secure with mm-hmm. that person, but wouldn't you feel like something is missing without yes. that,
1: like, wild love? Yeah, but I feel like it'd be the same on the opposite end, too. Like, yes, yeah. I'll be so in love, but, but every single day is a, a
0: battle. Yeah, no, you're right. so And that that's, like, that's a daily torture, mm-hmm. whereas, like – Is it the same magnitude if it's the opposite like where you trust them wholeheartedly but the love is because i don't
1: love them but maybe i just like them and maybe we have a mutual agreement that we're just in it for maybe once the kids uh, move
0: out of the house and go off to school you divorce and then you that's your time yeah to live your (laughs) because maybe i
1: like him i just don't love him yeah so i don't know that was a hard question. That was.
0: I'm proud of Okay, that. so my we question. There. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so we made these questions up or we found them um, and we're showing, we're telling them to each other now. Mm. Mine did not go on brand <laughs> <for> this episode <laughs> at all. Mine is, would you rather live in a house free of charge, a yes. really nice house, but a family was brutally murdered in there and there's like a black um, like void, every time you walk in like that aura and there's like a, a haunted cat that <laughs> walks around but free of charge great location great square footage or would you rather live in a shoebox like a th- uh, 200 square foot the bathroom is outside of the unit uh-huh. um okay, and it, yes okay. and it's a one like you have to pay two thousand dollars a month for rent but location is still great and there's no haunted cats for sure the murder
0: house you (laughs) had me at
1: free (laughs) okay that's good i probably choose the smaller one just because i like small spaces in general so
0: no okay i say murder house um But, like, I'm the type of person, like, when I get home and I'm, like, alone and it's, like, Um, dark. Yeah. I literally check every nook and cranny. I look under my bed. I check my closets to make sure there's no one hiding. Okay. There's more conditions. Who's about to, like,
1: kidnap me and murder me. They have to join you. The spirits have to join you every Thanksgiving.
0: (laughs) Oh, my. Is this on Thanksgiving, though? Okay. (laughs) Okay. I mean, we can make it work. Like we can make it a potluck. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe at this time I think they,
1: they trust me now. <laughs> I make everyone's favorite dish.
0: That reminds me of the hall, the Harry Potter hall with like the ghost <gasps> floor. Yes. Like, could it be a friendly situation, or or are they like frightening and violent?
1: Oh, see, and aggressive. Okay.
0: What kind the, of What kind of? We can make we these
1: would-you-rathers our own, so yeah. I accept that. So yeah. Okay. So you get murder that house. free rent, girl. Murder house. Murder house. Yeah, so, murder, all the way. murder house yeah. all the way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this concludes part one surprise. <laughs> There's going to be a part two <laughs> um, of our Tales of Toxicity episode. Mm-hmm. Um. Thank you for coming along this journey. Thank you for enabling our excuses. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for listening. Um. And I think, you know, I think this is good to kind of like reflect a little bit yeah. on our past experiences. Kind of like do a post-mortem, if you will, on like mm-hmm. past relationships, like dating situationships. And acknowledge the ways that we ourselves were toxic. And it kind of like... It shows how far we've come. Yeah, life is a journey, right? So, you know, we, we didn't come out the womb as, like, imperfect beings. Like, mm-hmm. we had to go through some shit. <laughs> we had to learn along the way. We had to stumble. We had to make mistakes. Yeah. We're still making them. Mm-hmm. And um, toxicity is contagious. It is. It is. Not much so.
1: I definitely had my toxic behaviors. You've had yours. And I feel like we've definitely gained more toxic, like, basically, Pokemon cards along the way. <laughs> um, and we're just... Going through life and I do think we can overcome them and work and be better at these behaviors. And that's why I feel like this is the nice thing to Sorry, listen to. Just give me a visual of what?
0: You know how in Pokemon they go like Pikachu, I <laughs>
1: choose you. But, but it's misery, <laughs> I choose you.
0: Big asshole. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like and then I trade you my Pokemon cards, like, oh, do you have the big 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 asshole limited edition? <laughs> yeah, but I also have the abusive narcissist. Do you want this one?
0: Yes. <laughs> it's so true so thank you for coming to our TED talk yes
1: <laughs> and
0: yeah and part two next well in two weeks yes. from now for mm-hmm. you Um, this this part two we're gonna focus on the ways in which we're toxic to ourselves yes <laughs> our self toxicity yes. if you will
1: just us talking badly about ourselves in front
0: of our <laughs> mirrors <laughs> and we're going to address ways that we can Oh. Get over it. Yeah. Because it's going to, a lot of the things are going to be stuff that we still kind of struggle with. Yeah. Um, but it's being more self-aware. Full disclosure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you know, when you're more self-aware, you're growing and yes. you're learning and you're accountable and we're the My best, best of friends. friends. And <pleasant> so Thanks guys. River. Love
1: you. Oh. And until next time. Next time bye. bye.